that I there's always this like nervousness that jumps in right like this tongue-tied nervousness that comes up right before you're about to like start recording on a podcast or about to go out on you know a stage or public speak or something and and Garrett and I sit here for like two minutes sound testing everything and then keep sound testing everything and then we're like we're gonna start now okay what are you gonna say and Garrett's like I just want to roll into this and you know I'm like no I don't know and then we get all you know become chickens but once we get into it I feel really comfortable speaking so Hello, and here we are. Hey, guys. It's, uh, <laughs> that was like the longest, most awkward roll in. It's the Robinsons, and uh, I'm so sorry that we were gone for the last week. We we went camping last week. We weekend. went camping at this place called Las Quinadas, and that was a lot of fun. It's a different kind of camping. It's like uh, it's like all the amenities are there. You know, you got like paddle boats and a nice hiking trail. You, you described it really well when you said an all-inclusive campground. That was yeah, good. Yeah, it's an all-inclusive campground. Yeah. It's, it's anything, you you know, they have ATV rentals and mm, horseback a lot of fun. riding trails. And... You know, it's, it's, it's not like staying in your tent and waking up in the morning and creating a fire to make breakfast and no they, they def it's definitely glamping with a yeah tent. it's glamping with a tent but uh, the the one downside of a place like that is if you're looking to just like chill and do nothing in the woods or on the beach because we also love beach camping um that's not the place to go yeah because you're you're definitely going to be busy it's it's more expensive so you wouldn't go there just to do nothing you right might. oh they have a water park too yeah a water park a wave pool yeah that's great Anyway, yeah. it's Mother's Day, so no, happy it, Mother's well, Day. Well, it was Mother's Day. Okay, okay. It's 1 a.m. Okay, well, it was Mother's it Day. It was Mother's Day. Yesterday was Mother's Day. It's Mexican I've, Mother's Day. We haven't gone to bed yet. Oh, it is Mexican Mother's Day. It's the 10th. Yeah. All right, well, happy Mother's Day still to all the Mexicans. Um, yeah, so today was an interesting day, I think. Um, you know, it's Mother's Day is really mother's day father's day they're kind of those days where we've never normally done anything on them you mm -hmm. know but at the same time i i was i was explaining it like this if it's like it's like you could convince yourself you don't care about a holiday right like if you're someone who doesn't really have family and you convince yourself christmas doesn't matter but yet you find yourself alone on christmas there's still kind of that dark comedy sort of it makes it a little bit more depressing that even if you tell yourself you don't care about christmas being alone on christmas in some way still is depressing that makes sense yeah. you know and so it's like you know i tell myself i don't care about mother's day it's not that big of a deal because i don't think it is i think it's consumerism trying to you know find its way into the months in between christmas and well christmas and i guess i don't know other big holidays fourth of july new year's or whatever but and and my mom you know put it really well this the, today she was like uh, it's a forced moment which i think is also a great way to put it you know if you get something on mother's day as a mother it's what society was telling them to give you so does it mean as much in the first place than it would have if they just gave it to you randomly out of the out of the genuineness of their own heart you know and i think that she has a really good point she always appreciated random acts of kindness 10 times more than when we drew her a little card for mother's day you know so there's a lot of you know kind of frustration i guess i, I guess i have a love-hate relationship with mother's day in that sense because i just don't really know 
you know, how to feel about it. And I, I say it doesn't matter. But then again, I look on my Instagram and everyone's making a big deal out of Mother's Day. And then I feel like, well, I'm not making a big deal as much. Maybe I should be. But then my family isn't either. But I don't want them to. And, you know, so it's just kind of all over the place. But what was how was today from your perspective? Well, Mother's Day and Father's Day and Valentine's Day. Well, that was the other one. Yeah, Valentine's has Day. Has always been a day where you go on about your business and you look at your phone and there's some alert that says it's Valentine's Day or yeah, it's Mother's yeah. Day or it's Father's Day. And I look and I say, oh, that's nice. And that's the extent <laughs> of that's like Father's Day. Yeah. I, I'm like, oh, well, it's Father's Day. I don't think I look did. Look at that anything for you on father's day last year yeah i don't think you've done anything for me on father's day at all ever i feel i'd like to say that i have but but i don't think i have that's that's okay i don't really care no i know and you tell yourself you don't but if that day if like crap hit the fan that day i think it would be a little bit more difficult knowing that that day was hell and it was father's day so there's kind of like you said there's kind of a dark comedy on it and earlier we were talking about this uh, off the podcast but i i think that kind of makes it better the dark comedy well yeah you, you think you're it, a dark you comic. think it makes it worse i think it makes it a little bit better i think so, it like, makes it worse if, if you if found you yourself have... in a bar on christmas eve it's a little bit more depressing than being in a bar on a regular night of the week well you comedy know? is tragedy whatever so, I, you're a dark you know, comic so you always like, have been i would be know, extra I, depressed well i'm no comedian but um yeah you know like let's say i had a really bad day on father's day Mm -hmm. really bad day i can see the comedy in saying well what better day than father's day for my day to be really bad yeah exactly but see so yeah you would find i would you know that would get lift my spirits a little bit no that would knock me down just that much harder okay yeah worst day ever i get it and it was Mother's Day, and you know I was supposed to have a good day. See, that's that's what I was saying earlier too. Um, I hate this kind of this pressure that comes with this burden almost that Mother's Day puts on on kind of everyone. I think it puts an unnecessary burden on children to 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 have to you know say something. And I'm not saying like adult children, like it's Mother's Day, like send your mom something, like you know. It's not that much of a burden, but I think little kids, like I hate, we, we didn't tell our kids it was Mother's Day, right? Because the oldest is still five, but I hate to get to the age where, you know, it's Mother's Day and dad's like, make sure you do something nice for mom today. Like, and you don't do that to them and I'm glad, but I hate for them to have this burden. I was reading this really great, uh, I read the whole thing to Garrett. It was like 20 different slides on this one Instagram page I was reading, but she was like, she was like, you know, all my kids come in my room and they give me all this stuff with almost this here, mom, is this enough for you? Like, are we enough for you? Like, like the kids almost feel like they have something, they, they have to give something in return for having a mom. You know what I mean? And, and she was she was pretty poetic about how she said everything. But in the end, she's like, how dare we put that burden on our children to somehow feel like that they, like, did they do enough for their mother on Mother's Day? You know, like, what the, what is that? You know, like, their kids will never, and that's the whole point. I think that's what parenting is all about, is you're doing, you're giving your life away for someone that will never come close to repaying you, and that's the point. Well, Because there's... in turn, they're going to hopefully do the same for their next generation, you know? 
there there's a huge loss in appreciation for mothers and parents in general but mothers i would say get the brunt of it yeah i do oh but mothers i say get the brunt of it uh the brunt of not really being appreciated oh well you just think my mom a single mom with four kids working her butt off Oh, so wait, when you say loss of appreciation, you're not saying as of recently. You're just saying in general. In general. Oh, okay. okay. So like. No, I think, yeah. I mean, you know, like my mom. Moms will never get recognized for everything that they've done. My mom working her butt off. um, Two jobs. We don't see her all that much because she's doing everything she can to make sure that we're provided for. I don't know if we've said it before, but Garrett was raised by a single mom and he had three brothers yeah and she was great so she's, single mom of four boys awesome. i still i idolize her today i don't know how yeah, she she's, survived. she's super cool she's awesome um but yeah like she worked so hard and she got so little credit you oh, know yeah. and it wasn't an issue of not working hard enough yeah she worked harder than anybody oh, i know yeah, yeah yeah and she made pennies you no, know what she I never. Mean? She could never seem to make enough. She was never home. She couldn't right. be there the way the boys needed her to be. Right. Exactly. You know, and it's you know heartbreaking. So it, it is heartbreaking, um, and I want to give credence and give appreciation to mothers because because I understand what it's like being a parent. Mm-hmm. I don't exactly know what it means being a mother, but I I have an idea. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. So, like, I want to give that appreciation to to these mothers out there. I really do. And, again, we were talking about this earlier before the podcast. But there's this there's this thing that that's kind of controversial that kind of gets me into trouble. But I stand by it. I think... I think it's our responsibility. My responsibility... And your responsibility as a mother and my mom's responsibility to build that support network that you need for mothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were saying that. You said that in response to give a little background to this. Uh, Garrett and I usually kind of, we usually talk for an hour or two before we start recording just to. Yeah, kind of hash things out. And sometimes we, we talk about things we we talk on the pot we we talk on the podcast about things we didn't talk about at all beforehand and sometimes we do um but we keep referring to what we talked about earlier because uh it's like the chaser we had a really great conversation earlier so we're gonna we're kind of reviving some of it but um you know in the in the in the instagram page i was reading earlier today she was saying that we put this this incredible burden on on parents on mothers you know specifically and she was saying how you know there was there was points in her life where she where she didn't want to be alive anymore, not necessarily harm herself, but just kind of disappear. You know this this mundane this 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 drag, this 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 thing where you give your life away to someone and and you're loving someone more than you can ever love anybody, and yet it just kind of sucks the life out of you at the same time. And she yeah. says it's that I'm gonna wake up tomorrow and I'm gonna take the kids to school again, and and I assimilated with what she was saying. I, I will wake up. I will be abruptly woken up by some child too early tomorrow morning and I will not be ready to get out of bed and I will get out of bed and I will dress them and I will change the diapers and I'll make the food and I'll drive them to school just to hopefully get 30 minutes to myself tomorrow to keep cleaning the house and keep picking toys up and keep cooking and 
the, the endless cycle, right? And so she said that as a society, she said to not that motherhood isn't hard enough. As a society, we're failing mothers. Across the board, we're failing mothers. You know, she says as a, as a society, we, we expect uh, inhuman, um, impossible feats from them. And, and, and at the same time, we, we, we put them on the superhuman pedestal. And I, I, again, I was just really touched by what she said because it was just so... It spoke to me in this kind of downward spiral that motherhood sometimes feels like it is, you know, and, and, and she kind of was, was bringing it around to a point of saying, as a society, we need to be there for mothers more and not just have a day on the calendar. But, you know, she says as, as a society is, is, is basically we're, we're failing mothers more, you know, and, and there's other political things you could pull into that. And Garrett's response was saying, not necessarily on a government level, but on a interpersonal level. On a personal level. level. Yeah, so on a personal he, level. Here's my response, and, and I'm glad we're rehashing this. Mm-hmm. A mom who is beaten and bruised and discouraged and feels like there's no way out and stuck Beaten and bruised from an abusive relationship? No, just, no, no. Oh, just from just motherhood. Just from just motherhood. No, physically too. Kids, kids are gnarly. <laughs> uh, you know, they jump on you. Yeah. But a mother who's in that situation, she she needs that support group to be able to work on herself. I personally and, think there's things the government can do. Yeah, I personally sure. think. I, uh, I, I said if, if, if there's a mother filing her taxes single with only her, her own income supporting mm-hmm. her, I think the child income credit should be double for her. That would be nice. Cut, cut back on my child income tax credit because I have a supportive, I, I'm married filing joint. I have two incomes in our household. Yeah. And double hers. Yeah. I think there are some things the government can do for sure. Sure. Sure, but I I think that the most uh, effective, I think the most effective thing that she can do is have that support group around her. And it's kind of scary. There, there's a lot of fear in in creating that support group. People yeah. that you absolutely trust, where you can tell yourself and be honest with yourself to say, I'm... I'm falling short. I can't do this. And I need some time to recuperate. I need time to be the best mother I could possibly be. And what that means right now is putting my kids elsewhere where they're safe and secure. And I trust the people that I'm putting them with. Mm -hmm. And I can work on myself so that I can be the best mother I can be. And I think this is is the uh, root of that societal issue. So yeah, there's some things that the government could do. And sure, there there might be some extra things that mothers can be compensated for well, officially. Uh, yeah, like a like what was the other oh um a longer maternity leave for God's Yeah, like sakes. a longer maternity leave. Six there week are, maternity there, leave is there nothing. are some things like that. But I think the root of the issue, the very root of the problem of of mothers just feeling slogged and discouraged, if it's anything like parenthood, because I I don't understand what being a mother is like. I understand what being a father is like and a parent, but the root of it, I think, is changing changing that support group to to build it to say yeah. I'm going to have 
the support. I'm going to be honest with myself. This is all very scary for especially for the people in it. But I'm going to I'm going to be honest with myself and say I can't do it. I'm falling short well, right now. Family needs to be a big part of that. And for us, is, for us, we've taken ourselves away from family, and, which and this to is, our detriment. This is why I'm. And this is this is why I'm going to say, I don't think it's ever really going to work. And I think that's the solution. But to be near family, to 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 not just be in your family, but have people around you that you absolutely 100% trust with your children, with you, that you're that when you hang out with them, you, you feel edified, better as a person. Well, in a perfect world, your family would be a big part of that. Your parents yeah, but, have the responsibility to help you be a parent. But those people are flawed too. Well, yeah. The, the, those people might judge you. And might tell you but, but you're not doing enough, and but, I'm not going to help you. But okay, but you even said it yourself. If you were, if your whole life was was kind of centered on the importance of your the support network that your family would give you, then you never should have moved away from Oregon. You should have stayed there. Yeah, I should I should have never moved away from Oregon in a situation like that because I would probably marry somebody in the same town that I'm from. I would have both sets of parents so that if one set of parents wasn't available to help take care of the kids her parents or, would or whatever, give yeah. me a break or just be there to talk and, to. In today's day and age, we don't just have our parents, but many of us still have our grandparents. Uh, and friends. And, you well, know, in yeah. a community friends where that you, you grew up went with, to school so with them. friends you trust. So, yeah, you can leave your kids. Not to mention You aunts, can leave uncles, with kids with a family member cousins. that you trust. Yeah. This is the ideal world. This would fix the problem, I think. <laughs> a strong family. Uh, yeah, I'm network. I'm saying 100% without a shadow of a doubt that it would fix this issue. If, and I don't think it's ever going to happen. If the family I don't I don't think it's way too unrealistic. To. It's way too unrealistic. Because I think there's I think both of us could find moments in our upbringing when family wasn't there, there the way they needed sure, to be. Sure, a hundred percent, and not just us, everybody. Yeah. Some some mothers are single mothers with two or three or four or one, or they have a baby on the way and they have abusive parents. They have no friends. Yeah. They live way out in the country and they don't have a car. No siblings. Or whatever. No income stream. Yeah. Relying on the government, which is which kind of hurts your pride anyway. You know, so it's like, it hurts my pride. But (laughs) you just, you know, like there there are people like that who are just totally defeated, totally defeated. They can't go to their mom or or dad or uncle or whatever and say, ah, you know, I can't handle little Jimmy. You know, I need a me day. It's like, no, you don't get a me day. You know what I mean? I need help. I need advice. You know, at least least I have, I don't have my mother physically close by, which I, I, I'm always mourned quite regularly, especially recently. But I, I have her emotional support, and that's a, that's right. pretty that's pretty valuable. And the same with me. I have my mother that I could call on on video, you all know, the and all the time. Yeah. And she's so happy to talk to me, and it's so refreshing. Yeah. And this is why I don't think this problem is ever really going to be fixed, because there are so many there are so many. Um, uh, there's so many uh, nuances to this issue. Well, don't look at it so negatively, though. Well, there's so things, there's, there's things hope. that can be done. There is hope. There's things. That, so, so uh, yes, family is flawed. 
So here's the encouragement and to say. And friends are flawed. So here's the encouragement. And the government's well, flawed. Well, let's start with family. Here's <laughs> the encouragement to say that if there's someone in your family who is a mom or parent, uh, see what support network you can provide for them. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have personally in my family other moms my age because the only other people in my family that are around my age, none of them have children yet. And so I don't have that ability to reach out to another mom in my family and say, hey, you know, let's, you know, hang out. But like my best friend, her, both her siblings now will have children and that's pretty, pretty big. And her, one of her, her sister-in-law also. And, and to have that, that say, hey, like you've got kids, I got kids, let's trade them every other, you know, every once in a while and let's help each other. I have this vision where I would love to have this network of women where Let's just cut the crap and just be there for each other practically. Where I could say, I'm going to come over to your house every Tuesday and I'm going to help you do your laundry. If that's all that I did and then you come over every Thursday and, you know, our kids play together and we sort through the toys or whatever it is. Like, can we like because, OK, family is one problem, right? Whether or not family is there and there's a thousand reasons family might not be there for you. Can we believe can we create a support network out of friends? Sure. That's that. We can. That's that real. We can. Because that's the next step, I think. When family fails you, can you create a, a, a support network with friends that can be that real? That can be say, let's cut the 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 like the nice Starbucks Starbucks dates or the friendly like how are you doing surface level conversations, and let's just say I need someone to come over and help me wash this mountain of laundry yeah. i have so you know what i mean and i've never okay once once i'm sorry i know you want to say something when i was about to have my third child an amazing friend of mine she lives in rosarito she's like i don't know like 20 minutes half an hour from here she said what can i help you do before the baby is born and she came over oh she i think she came over with a couple freezer meals she came over and made me dinner and while she was making dinner i was cleaning my bedroom getting ready because i was about to have a baby so i was trying to get like my bedroom cleaned up and the things in the house you're nesting hardcore right and i was like there's just i had this little mini list of stuff that i had to get done and she's like i'll take that and i'll take she was washing my windows for me she was washing the windows while i'm like washing my sheets and blankets and stuff and i just remember i just felt like I just i was glowing inside just this this amazing friendship that's not there's nothing surface level about coming and wiping the mold out of the cracks of your window because that we had that was when we had really bad moisture problem that year and there was mold along the ceiling of the the, the, mm. the seal along the window and she's like you shouldn't be touching that you're pregnant and she cleaned all of it and i was just like this is what friendship and support needs to be. You know what I mean? Like this is what it needs to be. And I feel like I, we need more of that. We do. We do. So this is a part of that multifaceted nuanced issue. So family fails you. Mm -hmm. You So you need to have the courage as a person to overcome your thoughts of what someone else might think of you and that's really hard it's a tall order I, let's say i'm a mom and i'm overwhelmed I'm at, and i'm at the end of my rope and so a friend of mine's 20 minutes away i have all these thoughts in my head of of th you know thinking she she doesn't want to give her afternoon to me 
That that might be the first thought. Then who am I to even ask? What to to so who, so, who am so I to even ask somebody should, to come? So you're saying that the people need to kind of kind of build up the the, the strength, courage the courage to to ask for help. So or or I'm ashamed of my house. My house is so messy. Yeah, I don't want a, anybody yeah. seeing it. You know, that's a, that's a little bit more realistic. Um, so a, a part of that world that that we're talking about, where mothers have the support that they actually need, that's a big part of it. So overcoming of your overcoming, own, uh, um, overcoming your own insecurities. Um, insecurities. Yeah. To ask for help. To say, you know what? She might think I'm a dirtbag. <laughs> she might not like me. She might think that my house is a she mess. Might, she might, she might, say, might not screw like. You. She might not like how I raise my kids. She might say, "Screw you." So, I'm going to overcome. Those I'm going to rise above those possibilities, and I'm going to put my heart on the table. And I'm, and it's a scary thing. I'm going to put. I'm going to put my heart on the table, and I'm going to say, "Can you please come help me?" Who is that? I don't. I think that's Adelaide. No, it's me. No, mainly. Oh, I didn't put a diaper on her. Oh, she was sleeping on the couch. All right. Sorry about that, guys. And uh, there's no pee on the couch cushion. No. <laughs> so no we're good. pee on the couch cushion. Uh, Malin was a champ, and she uh, uh, she, she, she just came to us because she had an issue. But here she is. She's laying uh, right she's, in my lap. She's sitting you can, right, right here with us catch any of her the noises. podcast. Anyway, so there's this. Uh, there's this scary thing you have to do. You have to put your heart on the table and you have to rise above the thoughts that you have of what people might think about you. That's one of the one of the nuances. Well, I'm going to counter that and say that as much as the mom asking for help needs to step out of her comfort zone, the mom, there's, there's as much that you need as much courage and, and strength to reach out to a mom. Yes. And offer your help. That's a big part of it too. Because I, I, I don't think it's I just would the say mom's that, opportunity to ask for help. No, I, I would that, say that that has to work together. You know, that has to work. You know, in tandem, that you know, that both are important. Yeah, both both things are important. You know. Um. So so so, so think so, about and and that's that's almost an impossible thing to ask. It is. That's almost an impossible thing to ask because. Again, back to what I was reading, she she was like, I'm just now starting to 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 break out of this mold and and start to mother the mothers around me and and better mother my own children and better better reflect on my the mother who mothered me. And then she says, but then what do we ask of mothers? And 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 she kind of circles back around and says. We're asking mothers to mother their children and mother their other mothers and mother the community and mother society and mother the whole freaking world, she says. And she says, it is, again, sometimes it feels like an impossible task. When I have so much going on in a day, how am I supposed to sit down for five minutes and think, oh, I wonder if so-and-so is having a rough day too, you know? And and that just, that, that's just that one extra thing that feels like too much. So, it's already too much. And now you're adding one more on top of so it and it just feels here's here's like the re here's the real solution so there's the ideal solution mm -hmm. the communist solution that looks good on paper that never works <laughs> okay you know but here's the real solution we need to be totally open and totally transparent and totally willing to love people 
love mothers and be open for, and, and with the knowledge of knowing that they might not love you and they might not like you or want to spend time with you. They might have different morals and ethics that you do as parenting and they might look down on you for whatever you do. Uh, you need to be ready for that. And despite that, you need to say, I'm here. I'm ready to ask for help when I need it. I'm ready to give the help when I when I need when I see somebody in need. Yeah, I'm willing to make the sacrifice for those people. I I mean it sounds you know and, that and that's maybe, that, maybe... that's the best we can do. I'm I'm not trying to sound doom and gloom. I think that's the answer. The answer is to say I'm here. I'm available. I want to love you and I want to help you and maybe you'll love and help me too. And and maybe that thing. That one extra step feeling like it's the straw that broke the camel's back. That last bit that just was too much for you. And, you know, for me, maybe maybe that's the last step that's actually going to bring help. You know what I mean? Like maybe that, maybe that one extra thing that feels like too much is actually in reality going to make your plate a little less full. And you know, maybe it will. Maybe, maybe you'll set up a partnership with another mom where you guys can help relieve each other every week or every two weeks. And yet somehow I feel like we're afraid in today's day and age. I know I am in today's day and age to, to ask or to build a weekly relationship or, or to become more it's intimate hard to be in someone transparent. else's life. It it's is hard, hard to put to yourself in the, in the spotlight. We, as, as adults, did were you and I just saying this? As adults, we've lost this ability to, to, be, to be intimate without... Um, without these boundaries that as adults we build around ourselves you know yeah. children are so easily like let's be friends but there's no adult that says that children are so easy like you come over to my house i'll go over to yours but children but adults don't say that we've built these ridiculous social boundaries and norms and standards and yet to our own detriment we live too much of our pain and suffering live through too much of our pain and suffering alone right so the things that we go through today are going to help somebody later. That's if true. If we're willing to impart those lessons. So the, the journey of motherhood for, you, motherhood for you will hopefully help a mother in the future. Or a mother when, right now. When she says, I'm so overwhelmed. You say, look, girl, I know. I've been there. Why don't you come over for some tea? Well, I also think right now I heard this. I heard this quote a long time ago. I don't know who said it, but it was, you know, a, a, a joy shared is doubled and a burden shared is halved. And so I think I think that's true. When you share the good times, it makes them better. And when you share the hard times, it, it makes them lighter. Unless you're on the Titanic. What? What? <laughs> a burden together is halved. I guess the ship broke in half. I'm sorry. I, my mind just went to the oh, Titanic. God. I'm sorry. Because if everybody's on the Titanic, they're all sharing that burden. It's going down anyway. There's only half-life boats for people. First I, class is getting out. You know, I'm, I, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't see that connection <laughs> even slightly. I'm sorry. I just thought of the Titanic. Um, okay. You know, anyway. Um, that ship cut in half. It's, it's, not just, it's not just in the future that the experiences are going to help someone. I think what you're going through right now might help somebody else. Yeah. No, it's... For better or for worse. It's 100% true that 
the issues that I've had in careers doing trucking or fast food jobs, those have made me a better person. I've, I have, um, I've allowed those things to make me a better person. So parenting, I could get annoyed that my kids wake up in the middle of doing a podcast and I could get annoyed that I have to kick toys through my house to get somewhere. Uh, I could get annoyed that I have to clean five things to dirty one thing. You know? <laughs> that happened to me the other day. You know what I mean? Like, I got like, so behind on dishes the other day. I made I made dinner, but I had to wash every single thing I needed to make dinner. Or, that was frustrating. Or I can allow it to make me a better person. That you're, but see, I like what you're saying, but that 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 takes a level of mental fortitude. It's like just, it's like the the Mahatma. It's like, like the yeah, the I might have level. that every once in a level. Uh, every once in a level. Every once in a while, I have that kind of mental fortitude when I get eight hours of sleep, and yeah. I haven't had kids crying on and off throughout the day. You know, so some I think some days are just cry days, and I don't get it. Yeah. And it's not necessarily like like cream like screaming and crying um uh temper tantrums it's like so-and-so tripped and then the other so-and-so slipped and then the other so-and-so dropped a toy on their toe and right when you get everyone done someone else falls backwards off of something and you're like i don't show it it, it's it's because this is gonna sound bad but you don't care after a while yeah i don't show it you're not bleeding you're not going like you didn't die you're okay i don't i don't show it to them but i get annoyed at that when they get hurt like Renton will hit his head, you know, on like a branch or something, or he'll trip oh, and fall and, then and he'll cry and, he'll and cry, cry and cry. And then the and first time I'm like, the first time I'm like, oh, that's horrible. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. It's sometimes we fall down, but we get back up. It's okay. Um, and then he might hurt himself again in like the span of a minute. And I'm like, okay, buddy, you're fine. You're fine. And, and, and then and he we does should, it again. I, I feel like I should be that loving again. mom that let, let me hold you and I'm sorry after, after and I want to be fifth, here after for After the you. fifth time in an hour, I'm like... No, like, I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It dude, feels like five times in an hour, someone's gotten hurt I'm like, dude, every 10 minutes. what are you doing? Why? And why should I care about this right now? <laughs> you know? But, you know, as parents, you have to go above and beyond. You do, because it's not their fault. And what? No. And you don't want them... To walk away with mommy and daddy not caring. Yeah, right? or like I'm annoyed that you're God forbid in pain. That that's you know? like that's the that's the memory that they remember, right? <laughs> I always think about that. Is this yeah. the memory that they're gonna remember for like their life? And they're gonna think, oh, my mom was never there for me. That one time she didn't give a crap when I fell over. When she was there, every other yep. time you I remember the one thousand, time she was. You have a thousand times you were there, and they only remember the time you're not. Oh. You know, and I always think that I always think it the way I'm talking right now, the way I'm, you know, the way I'm going about the day the, you know, all of that. Like, are they going to remember mom just wasn't there or yeah. whatever it is, you know, whatever. Yeah. <sighs> so anyway, Mother's Day, Mother's Day parenting. It's it's a whole journey. And I wonder if they're getting sick with how much she's coughing. Maybe. Um, but anyway, it's it's a it's a journey. And a half. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, you know. Sorry, that's my daughter, Malin, hitting the mic. Do you want some water, honey? Yeah, maybe they're getting sick. Yeah. Good well, I, I think this is a good place to end the podcast. I think it is. To end is. the episode. But yep. 
uh, for all you mothers out there who are struggling and thinking, is this it? You're not alone. You're not alone. <laughs> You're not alone. Send us an email. Send, send us a text message. I have voice messages set up through this, this thing. So okay, through Spotify and stuff. So send us a voice message, you know, let us know how you're doing and em- embrace, em- embrace the fact that, that, y- you know, life's kind of a slog because it's like, <laughs> get your, get the water for her. Yeah, I got you. Um, em- em- embrace it because it's not going anywhere. So <laughs> thank you so much for listening. And uh, I hope you guys are having just as good of a life as we are. All right. Have a good night. Day. <laughs>